Welcome to Art of the Kickstart, your source for crowdfunding campaign success. I'm your host, Roy Morjan, president of Inventus Partners, the top full-service turnkey product development and crowdfunding marketing agency in the world. We have helped startups raise over $100 million for our clients since 2010. Each week, I'll interview a crowdfunding success story, an inspirational entrepreneur, or a business expert in order to help you take your startup to the next level with crowdfunding. Art of the Kickstart is honored to be sponsored by Backerkit and The Gadget Flow. Backerkit makes software that crowdfunding project creators use to survey backers, organize data, and manage orders for fulfillment by automating your operations and helping you print and ship faster. The Gadget Flow is a product discovery platform that helps you discover, save, and buy awesome products. It is the ultimate buyer's guide for luxury gadgets and creative gifts. Now let's get on with the show. Welcome to another edition of Art of the Kickstart. This is the next episode in a series of interviews where I'll be speaking with some of the amazing team here at Inventus Partners that I have the opportunity to work with every day. Today, our second guest is our paid media team lead, Danny Tarr. Danny, thanks so much for joining us today on Art of the Kickstart. Thanks for having me, Roy. I'm excited to be here. So, Danny, you've been here for three years. You've worked on some of the biggest multi-million dollar crowdfunding projects, recently finished up a couple equity crowdfunding projects, Mycroft 2020 Gene Systems, that both reached their max capacity on their Reg CF offerings. Danny, I'm really excited today to talk about Facebook advertising for crowdfunding campaigns. So, to begin with, tell our audience a little bit about yourself and what you do here at Inventus Partners. Yep. So like you said, I've been here for almost three years. So I'm one of the team leads and I manage our Facebook advertising team. Our team's main focus is Facebook advertising for crowdfunding projects and startups. Awesome. So let's give our audience a little bit of a brief explanation of what exactly Facebook advertising is. Right. So hopefully by now everyone's pretty familiar with Facebook. Facebook advertising is a really powerful advertising platform fully integrated on the Facebook social media site. Um, you know, from a high level, um, it's got a lot of flexibility from a creative standpoint, and its targeting capabilities are, are pretty top-notch. Really powerful stuff going on there. So this works both with Instagram and Facebook then? They're both connected on that side? Correct. Yeah. So Instagram, Facebook ads, they're all on the same platform. Um, so you can you advertise to you know both, both audiences pretty, pretty easily. So why is Facebook advertising so important today for not only a crowdfunding campaign, but for a startup or a business that's launching out there? Yeah. So, you know, I think the point of any crowdfunding campaign or startup is just to gather a network of early adopters, right? So I read somewhere Facebook has 3.2 billion monthly active users. So a lot of people on their site. So, you know, of that massive pool of people, you're bound to find some people that connect with your project and, and your mission and what you're doing there. You know, from more of an operational standpoint, Facebook ads can drive a steady stream of users to your Kickstarter page, Indiegogo page, uh, your website, and not only you know can they drive sales, they also you know keep your project ranked organically on these sites. And we just looked up right before this, Facebook's the number three referred to Kickstarter. Yeah, it's pretty incredible the amount of traffic that's getting driven from Facebook itself these days, whether it be through ads or organic or content, et cetera, into these platforms for exposure for these companies. Now, I know the results can vary, you know, for campaign creators and people that are running projects. And, you know, speaking with Ashley in our previous episode, you know, we had the success story on Facebook.com listed for, you know, a trackable 7x ROI from our ad spend. But what's realistic for a campaign creator to look at in terms of an ROI on their ad spend on Facebook? 
Yeah. So, I mean, from a, from a campaign creator perspective, you know, Facebook ads aren't going to drive every bit of funding for the campaign. Generally, we see 20, 20 to 30% overall funding from Facebook ads. That's a pretty safe number. And then looking at, you know, the overall traffic and the breakdown of that, generally Facebook ads drive about 60% of that, that overall traffic. Nice. So let's get into the specifics here because I know our audience loves that. What's the process look like when we first start running ads for a client and you and your team start running them, budgets, targeting, those sorts of things? Yeah. So, so the first step is just kind of getting access to all their Facebook assets, um, including their page, their Facebook pixel, just making sure, you know, we have all the tools that we need to make um, our campaigns accessible as possible. Also, you know, getting any existing customer list that they may have, whether it's just an email list that they gathered during pre-launch or just a list of, of previous customers that they have. Next, you know, we like to take a pretty deep dive into their branding and, and like to find out, you know, who their ideal target customer is. You know, sometimes it's easier said than done, but just putting ourselves into the consumer's shoes. You know, on top of that, we do a lot of testing, especially early on, both targeting and creative. Generally, that's what we'll spend most of our time doing is just testing, you know, different audiences, you know, different creative, including video, GIFs, photos, anything like that, as well as ad copy. So, yeah, I would say, you know, this process is, is testing heavy um, and a lot of tweaking of the ads. What's a good budget for someone starting off on Facebook ads to begin with? So as far as budget, you know, it's really all over the place, depending on how much you want to spend ultimately. You know, I would say running audiences between five and $10 for a couple of weeks gives you a pretty good idea of, you know, how, how your ads are going to perform and, and, and the reach of those ads. So you can do this pretty cheaply, you know, if you want to. Nice. So let's talk about Facebook ads during pre-launch. What do those look like? How do you change them? How do you test and make sure that you're getting a good, you know, cost per acquisition that for people that hopefully convert once the campaign goes live? Right. So, so in this pre-launch phase, you know, this is pretty much your first touch point with your future customers. So not only is the, the main goal here to gather email leads to, you know, grow your email list, um, but also you want to create buzz engagement around your product or your service. So we'll use a lot of video ads in this phase just to kind of, you know, get people excited for, for things to come. As far as CTAs and things, you know, we focus on signing up for a discount. We like to incentivize people as well by doing giveaways and things like that. So, you know, ultimately here, we're just trying to get people's attention and get them excited for an upcoming launch. Nice. So we build up this anticipation, this groundswell of consumers that are hopefully going to back this campaign and get those early bird rewards. So let's talk about after the project launches, when they click the button to launch that campaign, what do you guys do for Facebook ads once the campaign launches? How do they change and what does that look like? Yeah. So during that pre-launch phase, obviously, you know, we already touched on that, doing a lot of testing there. So a lot of insights can be gained <laughs> during that, that initial phase. So we focus on the best performing copy, creative, and things like that. We, we kind of have a pretty good idea of what's going to work um, once we go live. So once the project is live, it's all about creating a sense of urgency and getting them over to either you know, the Kickstarter or the Indiegogo page. So that's going to be our main priority. We'll say things like, hey, like get 50% off for a limited time or something like that, just to get people's attention and, and have that sense of urgency there. Nice. So with millions of early adopters within our reach here at Inventus Partners, given that we've been running traffic to Facebook or to Kickstarter and Indiegogo for over eight years, how does that help the companies that we end up working with? Yeah. So I, I think it's just all about data and making you know decisions based on the data that we've had and we've gathered over the past couple of years. So specifically, we have a lot of data um, in, in different industry verticals, and we use this data basically for our targeting for our ads. So for instance, you know, if we have a new tech product, 
mostly we want to focus on the male demographic, you know, between the ages of 25 to 45 or something like that. So I think it's just a, a combination of having that data as well as our past backer database. So that's really effective. It's always, you know, our top performing audience whenever we launch these live ads. Also, you know, it's really easy with Facebook to get creative with interest-based targeting. You know, we work with a lot of niche products and it's, it's really easy to, to reach those customers. Nice. So what should project creators do to help their internal Facebook advertising team or our agency to get the best ROI from their ad spend? So my main tip would just be focus on custom audiences. They can grow, you know, any email list or utilize any email list that they have, upload them to Facebook, create some lookalike audiences. Those are going to be your most powerful tools, you know, when advertising to people. And, you know, ultimately they're putting you in the best position as an advertiser to see the best results. Um, no. On top of that, just test and optimize. Always be testing, right? Yeah. So what else should crowdfunding creators know about Facebook and Instagram ads? So, you know, one thing I've noticed over the, the past couple of years here is that the, the environment's always changing. They're always making updates to the platform. Um, so, you know, it's good to have a certain format for your building out your campaigns and, and your formatting for ads and things like that. But it's also very important to be flexible with all of your efforts. Absolutely. It's a fluid motion, right? So, Danny, you survived. This gets us into our launch round. I'm going to rapid fire a handful of questions at you. You good to go? I'm good. Let's do this. So, if you could meet any entrepreneur throughout history, who would it be? Definitely Steve Jobs. Um, the guy's a pretty creative genius. Nice. So, what would have been your uh, first question for Steve? So, I would probably ask him just how he came up with his grand vision for Apple. I think it's so intriguing how Apple started, you know, with a bulky home computer and it's grown into this, this ecosystem of all these like complimentary products. So who did you look up to growing up as a kid? Certainly it was my dad. He was definitely a natural born thinker. He was over, always fabricating in the garage. You know, I remember countless hours as a kid, just hanging out with him, tinkering, um, building things with him. This was a guy who was putting two car batteries in my power wheels. So nice. could, uh, get like 15 miles an hour instead of five. Um, I think I just always looked up to him and admired his problem solving skills. Showing up all the other kids in your neighborhood, huh? <laughs> That's always fun, right? What book would you recommend to our listeners? So this book I read not too long ago, it's called A Holy Mind by Daniel Pink. This guy was actually a former speechwriter for Al Gore, which is pretty interesting. So yeah, so it basically talks about how we've been in this information age and we've been cranking out you know, this army of knowledge workers, basically computer programmers, engineers, people with MBAs, things like that. And he argues that, you know, we're going to see a shift in the business environment in the near future. And it's going to be dominated by right brain thinkers, people like artists, inventors, storytellers, things like that. Um, so he really stresses the importance of having a good story and having good design, um, especially when it comes to consumer products and things like that. Yeah, this really cool example, basically, he took like an everyday toaster he said, maybe somebody will use it 10, 10 minutes a day and, you know, the other 14, 130 minutes it's on display. So less than 1% of its time is actually devoted to its utility. So we need to be focusing on, you know, a story or, or the design aesthetics of this thing to really get it out there and, and to sell it. So definitely worth a read. It's got some really cool stuff in there. Interesting. Yeah, I just uh, purchased it while we were waiting. What's been one of your favorite crowdfunding projects that you've worked on so far? So I would definitely have to say... It's tobacco motorwear jacket. Um, these really cool guys from California, just a big group of motorcycle riders, made this really tough uh, motorcycle jacket. It's made out of like Kevlar. It's got some like armor built into it. And basically, you know, it was just a better jacket than what they saw out, you know, in the industry. They raised almost 250000 on Kickstarter. We did really well on ads for it together. We, 
you know, having such a niche audience, I think it was really cool to be able to reach them with Facebook ads. It really shows the power of targeting, you know, with the Facebook platform. So that was really cool for me. Absolutely. I know Dave was astounded with the uh, progress and teamwork that we had on that campaign to really blow that out for him and find all these early adopters in that community. What's your favorite part of your job in terms of your day to day here? So aside from like managing the team and, you know, getting to see all the success that they have, you know, I, I really enjoy creating new ads, testing new things, you know, and, and seeing results pretty rapidly, you know, coming in the next day or over a weekend and seeing some really solid results from new things that we're testing. Yeah. And I think, you know, just trying new things in general with advertising is, is really cool for me. Nice. So given that you're on the forefront of Facebook advertising, what does the future of crowdfunding look like? So I think the future of crowdfunding is extremely bright. I would expect to see more enterprise companies getting involved here. You know, we've already seen companies like Lego, Gillette's, you know, Segway using crowdfunding to launch new products. So I think we'll see a lot more of that in the near future, which is really exciting. Awesome. Well, Danny, thank you so much for being on the show today. And thank you again to our crowdfunding podcast sponsors, BackerKit and The Gadget Flow. Danny, thanks again for being on Art of the Kickstart. Appreciate it. Thank you, Roy. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Art of the Kickstart, the show about building a business, world, and life with crowdfunding. If you've enjoyed today's episode, awesome. Make sure to visit artofthekickstart.com and tell us all about it. There you'll find additional information about past episodes, our Kickstarter guide to crushing it. And of course, if you love this episode a lot, leave us a review at artofthekickstart.com slash iTunes. It helps more inventors, entrepreneurs, and startups find this show and helps us get better guests to help you build a better business. If you need more hands-on crowdfunding strategy advice, please feel free to request a quote on inventuspartners.com. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you again next week.